Hello the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K23. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't yet, hit the link in our description and pre-order your copy of NBA 2K23. You ain't going to be doing anything else other than watching NBA and playing NBA. But guess what? The best part is there is an edition of NBA 2K that if you buy, gives you NBA League Pass. And it's cheaper than buying them both separately. So I would strongly recommend buying that version so you can watch every game and play every game. And boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about. The NBA schedule has been released. But before we get to that, the one, the only kid from Akron, Ohio, Mr. LeBron James, has become oh. has become the highest oh. earner in the history oh. of the NBA. He signed a oh. two-year... $97 million extension that could rise to $111 million if the cap spikes significantly to bring his career earnings on the court to over half a billion dollars. $532 million in guaranteed money, surpassing Brooklyn's Kevin Durant. So LeBron stays at the Lakers for two more seasons. This means they might be forced into drafting Bronny. This also means they are more than likely going to give up their future first-round picks in a trade for Kyrie Irving at some point. That's my prediction. BJ, what do you think? Well, first, I want to say congratulations to LeBron for having this level of longevity. I mean, this is amazing for a player in year 20 to be signing a contract to this magnitude. Okay, so, I mean, normally you will have your your greatest earning potential somewhere in the, you know, in your prime years, where he has extended that well beyond what we would normally call our prime playing years or earning potential. So congratulations to him for that. Now, what does this mean for for the Lakers. Well, now that they have LeBron James' name signed on the dotted line, we're not bringing LeBron James here. And I think this is being said without saying it to just be a sideshow. We're going for it. And what they're saying, Mo, is they're going to continue to try to win championships. They're going to try to build a team. And I think with this commitment now, this level of commitment that everyone is in and signed, we know who's going to be there, that they can try to build a team. They feel that they can play and play at the highest level. So whether or not they can get it done, that's debatable. But now they have the commitment to say, LeBron James is going to be here. And now this is what we can do. So, you know, good for LeBron. I mean, this is incredible to think again that a player <laughs> at his age can still demand, but still get it done. Yep. He's the best player. That's amazing. He is still their best player. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And speaking of LeBron James, BJ, it's time we go through the NBA schedule that just came out because I've okay. got a feeling that his name might crop up once or twice because, you know, the season tips off 
with, of course, the best team in the NBA at home, the Boston Celtics, playing oh, host How to, did I know? Are they the best team this year too? Yeah, every year. They were the best team in the second half of the season last year. They're the best team every year. They're the best teams, even if they were to finish last, they're still the best team. Okay. The best team in the world, in the history of the world. The world according to Mo. The universe according to Mo. Okay? Okay. In my universe, the greatest. In your universe too, and everyone listening. They're hosting the Philadelphia 76ers, which is going to be a very tough matchup. And that's at half past 12 UK time. So set your alarms to stay awake because at 3 a.m., LeBron and his $500 million of on-court earnings is going to be taking the Lake Show on the road to the home of the champions, the Golden State Warriors, where they will receive their rings, raise their banner, and that's how the season is getting underway. BJ, which of those games excites you the most? Those two games that you just said, right? Yes. So it's Philly. My curiosity, Warriors. my curiosity lies with the Lakers Golden State. Uh-huh. Because Anthony Davis will be back. Anthony Davis will be back. And I want to say this. And I and I want to say this, but I want to be clear in, in how I say it. I did not have the Golden State Warriors as one of the teams I thought was capable of winning the championship a year ago. I didn't think that. I didn't think they were the best team last year. Great players, nice core, terrific coaching, but I didn't think they were the best team. However, they were, at the end of the season, they were the best team, or they won the championship. I didn't even think they were the best team in the NBA Finals. I told you the best team in the NBA. (laughs) Now, what I am excited to see is this new Golden State Warriors team, because now the expectations have been raised. They are the defending world champions. And the league, in my opinion, is improved from a year ago. Big time. And now I want to see how the Golden State Warriors are going to play with these level of expectations on them now that they are the defending champion. Mm -hmm. Because believe it or not, I think the Golden State snuck up on everyone. I think they just kind of hung around. They didn't have Clay to start the season and James Wiseman They just kind of snuck around, hung around. And you know what? Just say, hey, if we get the right, if the right combination fall our way, maybe things can happen. Well, it happened. I thought the Phoenix Suns were the best team last year. But they lost. They lost. Yep. And, and things just fell their way. When I say their way, the, the Golden State Warriors. But in saying that, I'm excited to see now how they respond this year because now I think the other teams are going to be evaluating themselves versus the champs, the defending champions. They got to tell you on that. And I want to see, yeah, I want to see how this Warriors team respond. In particular, I want to see how their young players are going to respond. Their core guys, their, their big three, I know how they're going to respond. But their big three can't continue to carry the regular season and the postseason. So I want to see how Coach Kerr and staff are going to integrate these young players 
because they're going to they're going to have to carry more responsibility during the regular season than maybe at any time during the Steph Curry era. They're going to need those young players or one of those young players to really come to the forefront and be one of their top, whether that's, you know, Wiggins, who was an all-star last year, but I'm talking about Kaminga, James Wiseman, Jordan Poole. Though, one of those guys are going to have to come in and carry some games there during the regular season. And I want to see how this kind of plays itself out. Well, there are lots of big games happening in the NBA schedule, but it's notable there will be no games on November the 8th because it's election day for you guys over in America. But a more notable day than that is the day after November the 8th, BJ, because do you know what happens the day after November the 8th? Mo, I'm sure you are ready to tell me what's going to happen after November 8th. Well, it's my birthday. I was hoping you'd know. It's <laughs> <laughs> my and birthday. What do you want? Hey, bigger, hey, and what do you want for my your birthday? birthday? But bigger than my birthday, BJ. Do you know what happens to be on my birthday this year? Your Detroit Pistons versus my Boston Celtics. Ooh. I feel like we might just have to pull up to TD Garden for that. Ooh. I feel like we might just have to. Because that's going to be that? good. What is that game, Mo? When is that game? 9th of November. Oh, I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey. But let's get... <laughs> it's your Detroit Pistons last year got a few sneaky wins against my Boston Celtics. <laughs> so I'm going to see what happens this year. But let's look at the Christmas Day schedule because that's always a big one. That's okay. always a big one. Christmas Day, let's go. the biggest day in the NBA that. calendar, but also notable for this year. Usually the NFL has games on Thanksgiving and the NBA has no games on Thanksgiving. And then Christmas Day, you have NBA games and no NFL games. But the NFL have scheduled three games for Christmas Day this year. Uh, Yes. So the NBA is going to be competing for viewership. And because they want to get as many eyes as possible on the NBA and compete with the NFL for viewership and really make an impact and show the sports media world that the NBA is the top dog they put the Knicks on so we can all watch Julius Randle hit the backboard with mid-range jumpers to get our Christmas Day kicked off as the New York Knicks host the Philadelphia 76ers. But the games do get more exciting after that because I'm expecting the Sixers to go in there and eat the Knicks Christmas lunch because then we have the Lakers and the Mavericks, Luka versus LeBron. Maybe he's passing the torch. Then we have Milwaukee, Going to the TD Garden. Ooh! Yeah. Ooh! No, I'm not happy about that. Mo! Ooh! Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I Mo! already know. Mo! Giannis is going to ruin Mo! Christmas for me. I already know. Ooh! I already know he's going to do Mo! it again. He's done it enough times. Giannis and Scobo has ruined my Christmas enough times. He's lucky that I work on Christmas Day. Anyway, after that, a little bit of a grudge match. Memphis versus Golden State. Okay. John Moran's been tweeting about, we want to play Golden State on Christmas Day. And Draymond said, yeah, after I'll whoop you, you can come to my house for Christmas dinner. And then you end out the evening for the hardcore basketball fans in the UK who are awake till 5.30. But the Phoenix Suns at the home of the reigning MVP. Okay. is Denver Nuggets. BJ, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I want one name for each of those games. Prediction time. 76ers versus the Knicks. Joel. Okay. Philly. Lakers versus Dallas. 
Can I give you two words? The Don. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks. We'll see if uh, Anthony Davis is still in the lineup by December. Milwaukee versus Boston. Giannis mm. and the Milwaukee Bucks. It's hard to disagree. Memphis versus Golden State. Steph. Warriors. You see, I think Memphis could steal that one on Christmas Day. Because the Memphis Grizzlies are so young. They ain't got to worry about nothing. They're just going to pull up on Christmas and play. The Warriors, they're a bit of an older squad now. They got to worry about their families. Their in-laws are coming around for dinner. They're going to have a lot of things on their mind. So I think the, the, the Grizzlies could steal a win. You never know. The Phoenix Suns versus the Denver Nuggets. Booker, Phoenix. Ooh, interesting. That's a tough one to call. That's a, do you know what I wanted to see on opening night? On opening night, I wanted to see a rematch of the Dallas Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns. But we're going to have to wait for that because that's actually on the second night of the season. The second night of the season, your Detroit Pistons get a nice start at home against the Orlando Magic. It's going to be interesting. Two young teams. Washington, yes. Indiana, not too fussed about that. Houston, Atlanta, easy for Atlanta. New Orleans versus Brooklyn. The returns, Ooh. Zion, Ben Simmons, back on the court. Zion, That's... Ben Simmons. Maybe KD, maybe KD. Not KD. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. okay. Paddy Mills. Patty Mills and Alvarado. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we're tuning in for. And then Chicago and Miami. That's going to be a nice little matchup. DeRozan versus Jimmy Buckets. Cleveland versus Toronto. Mobley versus Barnes. I'm looking forward to that. That might be the most exciting one of the day for me. Cleveland versus Toronto. New York, Memphis. OKC, Minnesota. Charlotte, San Antonio. Denver, Utah. Dallas, Phoenix. And then Portland, Sacramento. But then the day after that, this first week of the season is always thrilling to me because there's always unpredictable things. Do you remember that season when Big Baby Davis got traded to the Orlando Magic and he came out in like the first three games, I think he put up like 30 points a game. And it was just a coincidental hot streak. But because he started the season <laughs> dropping a 36 or whatever he dropped, everyone's like, because this was just, <laughs> I think Dwight was out injured. I was like, is this the savior? But um. The next day, you've got Milwaukee versus Philly. What remember we were asking for this last week? Giannis versus Embiid, and then you got the showdown at the Crypt, not Staples anymore. Clippers versus Lakers. I'm super excited for that. I'm super excited for that. Well, we need to be excited about basketball because this has been like three, four years in the making now, right? This is the first and... normal season since the year Toronto won a championship, unless I'm mistaken. Yes. yes. So the Clippers, Lakers, you know, I, I, I'm, I have one eye on the Clippers this year because if there's any team that has all their chips in the middle of the table, it's the Clippers. And Steve Ballmer's got more chips than anyone. Yeah. And, and we can't keep talking about could be, ought to be injuries, so forth and so on. The Clippers have to win this year. I'm I'm going out right now in August and saying 
The Clippers, There's we're more not pressure. talking about wanting to win the championship. We're not talking about, you know, we have the potential. I think this team has to win a championship. I think they are in. I don't think it's good enough for them to get to the conference finals. I think now they are at a place, especially, especially after, after watching the success of the Boston Celtics a year ago. You have to believe that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, that everyone in LA believes that they have, they're maybe the older version of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yeah. And I think this team, they have depth, they have experience, they'll have guard play. John Wall will be there and will give them speed. Hopefully he'll be back. This team, they have a terrific coach. I think this team now is a championship caliber team on paper. And I really believe that they are at that space where their window to win a championship is in the next two to three years. And they got to get one. It has, to, it has be to be now. It has to be. Yes, Let me ask you this. Which matchups are you most looking forward to this season that we've not discussed already? Which? When you say like, matchups, you like teams? Like, like, I want to see when when do the Grizzlies play the Timberwolves again? Because things got a little bit feisty in that in that first round. In that well, first it's a different, round this is a different battle. game because you Rudy Gobert I mean? is a, this is a different team. Rudy Gobert, the, the, the names on the front of the jersey will be the same, mm-hmm. but... Rudy Gobert is going to add a different, he's, a different dimension. Yeah, and 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 that that's not the same. The team I, I'm most interested to see play this year, because they're not getting one player back; they're getting two players back. Is the is the Denver Nuggets? Now they got the back to back reigning MVP, and then you're adding Michael Porter Jr. and you're adding Jamal Murray. So now, I think naturally you would say, hmm. They should be in the upper echelon for sure in the Western Conference. Oh, easy. If not in the NBA. Yes. So I'm interested to see how this plays out because Jokic won the MVP literally minus those two guys. Now he's going to have to share the basketball a little bit and they're going to have to figure out how to incorporate those guys to meet the expectations of both of those players coming back, in particular, Jamal Murray. Because Jamal Murray, you know, I've said this a few times here. Jamal Murray perhaps is the best player who hasn't been named an all-star yet Mm -hmm. prior to his injury. And I'm interested to see how he comes back, integrates himself, to see what kind of trust he has in his body. When anytime you, you know, you you get a lower extremity injury like that, an ACL, it takes a little time. But I think he's doing it and going about it the right way. He's giving himself as much time as he can so that he can resume play at the level he played prior to that injury. I'm excited to see the Pelicans. That's that's who I really want to see. That's who I really want to see. Well, well, you're excited to see. Listen, if we, if the Pelicans last year, okay, were any indication of what they could be minus Zion. That's going to be, that's going to be tough for the rest of the NBA Mm -hmm. because Brandon Ingram Mm -hmm. looks like 
no, I'm not going to say it looks like Brandon Ingram at the end of the season is, and I expecting him to be a top 10 player this year. You can hear more about that in the Pelicans episode we recorded the other day. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Okay. And Brandon Ingram took that next step. Now, my guy, Willie Green, coach Willie Green. He has a really, he's got a terrific problem that he's got a, he's, he's in a, he, he's in a conundrum right now, Mo. How is he going to integrate 25 points, 10, 12 rebounds a night into this team that they were playing excellent basketball? CJ McCullough now will have a full train camp. This kid, Herb Jones, they have a nice team. Mm-hmm. I'm ex- I'm j- Valanchunas averaged what 17, 18 points a game a year yep, ago. Yep. But what I do is Zion is a human highlight reel. He is must see, you know, Mo. Like we will pay to see him. He will be an attraction. And I want to see how they're going to blend this all together. Now, I, I again, I, I think I said it the other day. I think they're going to start off a little rocky. Yeah, you, you said so it maybe. on yesterday or the day before yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But I think they're going to start off a little rocky. Should we get back to the schedule? I am excited. I do, but I do like it. I do should we like get back to the schedule? Let's look yes, at the please. final day of the season because this can often the be the time where teams are vying for seeding. Even the Eastern Conference, two, three, and four, we're all on the same record okay. going into the final day of the season. So we've got the okay. Hawks and the Celtics. Because the Hawks and the Celtics, the Sixers and the Nets, the Hornets and the Cavs, the Magic and the Heat, Pacers, Knicks, Bucks, Raptors, Houston, Wizards, uh, Rockets, Wizards, Pistons, Bulls, Spurs, Mavericks, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Grizzlies, Thunder, Kings, Nuggets, Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, Suns, Warriors, Trailblazers. I love the final day of the season. That's one of my favorite days because you can see. You've already gone through the whole 82-game schedule, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've had it in front of me for half an hour. I've read through the whole thing. <laughs> I got to get you another hobby, Mo. I got to get you. Another, <laughs> Come on, man! I've been waiting all summer for this. But the final day of the season is one of my favorite days because it's like you can see, like, like so. Last year, going into the playoffs, it was the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Sixers, right? Who were all tied on the same record. And if the Celtics won and then the Bucks lost, then the Celtics would have to play the Nets in the first round. Celtics played their full strength squad, got the win. The Bucs did not play their full strength squad, the rest of their players. Anyway, the basketball gods, if that's what they want to call them, favoured the Celtics and uh, they went on to win. But yeah, that's the NBA schedule. Uh, BJ, any particular games that you were looking forward to seeing matched up? Or any particular dates in the calendar that are your favourite? Um, well, I'm just excited to see the season. I'm just excited to see... I'm just excited to see the game started. And you know what I'm really excited about, Mo, is... The season is starting now kind of on the calendar that we're all used to, you know, with, with COVID and the, the, the bubble and all of the things, it, you know, the season's been extended and pushed far and started early and all of these things. 
I feel like now the game will resume back to more traditional, traditionally what we've come to expect and how we view the NBA. So I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited for the season to begin. But more importantly, well, I think the league and the teams are much better. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I think the teams are much better. So, you know, the, it's out. You know, like like they say now, it's time to go get it. So let's uh let's get back to playing some basketball. Yes, sir. We're going to be there live and direct. One game I am looking forward to very much is the 27th of December. Jalen Brunson and the New York Knicks taking a visit to Dallas, where he departed from. Because I know, regardless of whatever goes on in the media or whatever, Luca probably will say nothing to smile and be nice. I know he's going to put on a special performance to remind Jalen Brunson what's good in Dallas. Anyway, throughout the entire season, there's only one podcast you need to be listening to. Mm. They say it's your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. That's the new tagline now. They say it's your favorite NBA player's favorite podcast too. And that's the Hoop Genius Podcast. You're locked in right now. Make sure you subscribe, follow, leave a review, leave a ring, because all the way through the offseason, all the way through the season, all the way through the postseason, and again, we're gonna be right here every morning. Every every morning, and like the NBA schedule, it's here, Mo. It's here. <laughs> we here. You here. I can't think of any other place to be, but right here. Nice. In the meantime, though, there's only one thing to do: get buckets.